This is episode 16 of the One Productive Mama podcast. Hey friends, before we jump into today's podcast episode, I have a question for you. Right now, I am doing some market research for my productivity coaching business so that I can make sure that I'm creating content and a coaching offer that is helpful for business coaches who want to make more money in less time and start to scale their business by utilizing a team. I'm looking for 20 business coaches to invite to a 30-minute call that would answer some market research questions for me in exchange for $5 to go get a coffee or treat on me as a thank you for your time. I promise this is not a sales call. So if you are interested, please click on the link in the show notes and I will reach out to you to get our call scheduled. Hello friend and welcome to the One Productive Mama podcast. My name is Sierra and I am a wife, mom to two boys under two, and a life and productivity coach for moms. In this podcast, I will be sharing tips and tricks so you can tackle what life is throwing at you and we can learn together how to manage the chaos that is motherhood. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Being a mom is hard, but that's why I wanted to create a space so you can know that you're not alone no matter what stage of life you're in. So plug in your headphones or crank it up in your car and let's dive into the one thing that time management experts have never been able to unlock how to do it all as a mom. Hello friends and welcome to the One Productive Mama podcast, the go-to resource for female business coaches who are looking to enhance their productivity and achieve outstanding results in their business. In today's episode, we are diving into five practical strategies that you can implement right away today, right after you finish listening to this episode, to supercharge your coaching business and start to see the results that you want in your own business, in your productivity levels, and all of the above. So let's jump right in to number one. The very first thing that you should be doing to enhance your productivity is prioritizing your tasks for maximum impact. Prioritization is crucial in your business. You need to be able to know what things you should be focusing on and when you should be focusing on them. More specifically, you need to understand how to focus on those high impact activities, those things that will bring you the most amount of business, the greatest results in your day to day. So for example, if you are a coach and you have your hand in a ton of different baskets right now, you are running everything on your own, it's going to seem like everything is important, right? Because you do need to send out emails. You do need to post on social media. You do need to figure out your finances, all the above, right? But what, which of these activities are going to bring you direct results in your business? And that's not to say that you shouldn't take time, set aside time for those other activities, but those things that are going to drive your business forward, those are the things that should be at the top of your priority list. There's a principle called the 80-20 principle, which basically explains that 20, sorry, 80% of your results will come from 20% of your actions. So the smallest bit of your actions will produce the greatest results. So what are those 20% actions that you should be focusing on? What are those high impact activities? Another thing that is crucial with prioritizing your tasks is once you have those 
those priorities set is creating that schedule to ensure that those essential tasks are given that priority. So when you look at your calendar, whether it's in a week in advance, a day in advance, however you like to do it, make sure that those prioritized tasks come first. You write them into your calendar very first before you add any of those extra things in. And something that I really want to add to this is if you are a coach who has a family or who has a spouse or friends or, you know, other responsibilities outside of your business, those things are also a priority, right? They, they should also be a priority. And so ensuring that you include those tasks when you are creating your time management for the week or the day, making sure that you don't miss out on time for family, friends, or for yourself, for self-care, right? Those are all important. Okay, so that wraps up the very first thing that you can do. The second thing that you can do today to increase your productivity is streamlining and automating your routine processes. Now, this one might take a little bit longer, a little bit um, of grunt work in the beginning. However, it will drastically improve your results in how much time you're spending on day-to-day tasks. So there are a lot of tasks that you're probably doing in your business right now that are repetitive, that you do every day, every week, every month, and they are taking your precious time that you could be using on some other aspect that is driving your business forward and bringing you more clients and more sales. For example, maybe sending out um, thank you emails to, or not thank you emails, but sending out um, resubscription emails. So if you have a membership and someone's membership is coming up, coming to an end, then you might have to send them an email and say, hey, by the way, your subscription's ending. Um, if you want to continue working together, then please resubscribe something like that, right? That's just, just a example I pulled off the top of my head. Um, but the point is some of these routine things that you are probably spending time on by manually typing out the email, sending it, those could be automated. There are so many different automation systems out there that allow you to put those repetitive tasks on on running in the background. So things like your CRMs, those have automation processes or programs such as ClickUp or Asana, those have automation processes. Even if they don't already have an automation and you can utilize Zapier, that is a great resource for streamlining and automating those processes in your business. Another massive thing that I am really starting to learn more about and seeing how it impacts my business is AI technology. So whether you love it or hate it, you feel like, you know, it might lead to robots running the world or whatever your thoughts are on it. The the thing is, is we live in a world where AI technology is going to become increasingly prevalent in our lives and in our businesses. And so we can either hide from it or we can embrace it and learn how to best use it for ourselves. So utilizing those AI technologies to automate your businesses or hiring people who know how to use those AI technologies 
those can be crucial for your success and for your productivity. And that leads us to number three, which is delegating and outsourcing your non-essential tasks. So in your business, there are plenty of tasks that do require your specific expertise. You are the best person for the job. You are the person who knows the ins and outs of whatever your expertise is in your coaching business. However, there are also a number of non-essential tasks, those things that don't technically require your expertise or things that where you don't need to have your hand on the wheel, you can simply sit in the passenger seat, right? So when you have those tasks, after you set your priorities and you recognize which the, which of these things are actually driving your business forward, then you can look at those non-essential tasks and decide what you want to do with them. There is a massive value in learning how to delegate tasks that don't require your expertise. However, it requires a huge mind, mindset shift on the coach because you are a person who always likes to have that control, always likes to have your hand on the wheel. This is how you got to where you are in your business. This is how you have, you know, made the impact that you have made, but it is going to slow you down and stunt your growth and your ability to scale. If you don't learn how to trust others and build a reliable team. Now that doesn't mean that you are always going to hire the perfect virtual assistant or the perfect uh, specialized role for your business. You may hire someone and they turn out to be a flop. Obviously this is where things like contracts really come into play. I am not a lawyer. I cannot provide legal advice. However, I will say, please, please do not sign or bring on anyone on your team without a contract, whether you supply it or they supply it, however you want to work things out. Just make sure there are some guidelines there to outline what your work together will look like. Another thing that I would highly recommend when you start to look for who you want to outsource these non-essential tasks to in your business is looking for someone who can utilize those automations that we discussed with number two. So whether that's in your CRMs, in your emails, in your scheduling softwares, or utilizing AI tech, that is a great a great, great reason to hire someone, bring someone on their team if they are able to handle those things because not only are they able to do things well, but they are able to do things quicker because they understand how to streamline and automate for you. All right, that leads us to number four. The fourth thing that you can do today to improve your productivity is optimizing your workspace and your digital environment. So there, this is like a two part thing because it's really important to have both an organized workspace, uh, organized physical workspace and an organized digital workspace. This helps you have a clear mind. It helps you stay focused. Your mind isn't, you know, running to, you see something out of the corner of your eye and you think, oh, I need to go work on that right now. It allows you to stay in the zone with whatever you're trying to do, which in return increases your productivity. Now, one thing that I've heard a lot is to never do work where you relax, right? So if you 
have a laptop, don't be bringing it into your room to work while you are in bed. Um, I, I agree with this statement because I do think that it can prevent you from, you know, relaxing when it's work time, when it's relaxed time and working when it's work time. However, as many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast or follow me on Instagram, I now live in a 300 square foot trailer and I don't have a designated office right now. So I have personally really had to learn how to basically shut off my work time and put away. I go hide my laptop where it's not sitting out on the table all day long. It's put away. And then when it's time to work, I can pull it out. So whatever that looks like for you, just make sure that you have an organized, structured, physical workspace when you when it's time to work. Another thing that there are the other side of that is having an organized digital environment. So things like even as simple as organizing your Google drive and putting everything into folders is incredibly helpful. I know for me, when I pull up my Google drive, if I just have 20 files just sitting there in that main page, it's going to take me a lot longer to find something than it is to just click through the folders. It just looks nicer. It's cleaner. It helps me stay more focused on what I am looking for rather than getting distracted by something else popping up. So it could be, um, another option is utilizing a project management tool. So something like ClickUp or Trello or, uh, oh, what is the one I'm trying to, I spacing on the name of it right now. Um, but any of those systems that allow you to manage your projects, keep your information organized. If you have a team, it's a great way to share information with your team. Having those things organized is a huge way that you can easily today go in, get your stuff or stuff organized and start seeing the benefits of how much more productive you will be by doing that. All right, so number five, the last thing that you can start doing today to improve your productivity is implementing effective time management techniques. Oh, now there are dozens of time management techniques that you could choose from. I and I have looked into pretty much all of them, and I will tell you that there isn't one that is better than the other. A lot of people will say that one of them is better than the other, or you absolutely need to do this specific technique. Um, However, I am a firm believer in what works for one person is not always going to work for another person. Or you might need a combination of techniques in order to fit your lifestyle, your business, or whatever you need. So some of the most popular ones, which you probably have already heard of, are things like time blocking. So that's where you block off your days into specific chunks uh, of like two to three hour chunks where you focus all of your time and energy on whatever task you have designated in that time. For me, I tried time blocking. I could not make it work, especially as a busy mom. And so I personally have created my own, what I call uh, flexible routines. So this is where 
I can have those blocks of, you know, my work time, but let's say my son doesn't go down for a nap at 12 o'clock. I can move that chunk to one o'clock and it is okay. The rest of my day is still on track. I just kind of move my blocks around wherever I need them to. They aren't set in stone. Another really great option is using the Pomodoro technique. So that is where you work for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break. Um, you could also do this in longer chunks of time with longer breaks as well. But basically the concept is allowing you the time to really stay focused and hone in on whatever you're doing and then pull yourself back, take a breath, change gears before you jump into your next project or the next stage that you are working on. Once again, it really just depends on who you are as a person, what your tendencies are, what works for you, what you like, what fits if you are working home with kids or whatever that may be. You just have to test out a couple different methods and figure out what works for you. So let's talk about all of these five strategies. Let's just summarize them before we finish off this episode. So the five ways, the five strategies that you can start implementing right away to supercharge your coaching business and become more productive are number one, prioritizing your tasks for maximum impact. Number two, streamlining and automating routine processes. Number three, delegating and outsourcing the non-essential tasks. Number four, optimizing your workspace and digital environment. And number five, implementing effective time management techniques. Now, I want to just encourage you, these are all super easy to just start implementing today. So choose one, at least one strategy, and go and start implementing it into your day immediately. And I promise that you will start to see the results and you will start to see how it impacts your productivity. Just remember that anything you do, the only way that you're going to see results is with consistent action. So in order to really see the benefits of these strategies, make sure that you are consistently practicing them and you will see long-term productivity and business growth for your coaching business. All right, friends, that is all I have for you today. So just remember that taking these small steps towards increased productivity today can lead to significant results for your coaching business tomorrow. Stay focused, motivated, and embrace the power of productivity. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of the podcast. I hope you'll keep coming back each week as we talk more about productivity and how to manage life as a mom. If you liked this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review or share it on Instagram and tag me at sierra.scocco. Let's bring the focus back to what truly matters in life and become the most productive versions of ourselves that we can be. Until next time.